This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today is, of course, wearing his favorite salmon-colored shirt, it is Hans. Hans, how are you doing this evening? Good. So I, I, I was going to be a, a Muslim man with the filter, but I maybe I shouldn't be figuring out how to use avatars on Zoom as we're live. What do you mean, a Muslim man? Do you mean, <laughs> could you could you possibly mean somebody... Uh, similar to this, well, this is more Hindu, right? So this is yeah. this is the new Zoom update where you can pose as a different race. Yeah, I, I don't know. I knew this was not Muslim at all. This was very clearly like brown, Indian brown. Let me see if we can change this real quick. So this is a new feature that I've come upon. It's in the beta stage, right? Uh, and uh, when I, I was doing some interviews this weekend for a new series that I'm working on at the moment called Omega Fish Corp. And we're taking a look at a potential director of photography. And uh, he unfortunately, you know, he seemed to be a little bit out of our price range. It didn't look like it was going to go through. Maybe it will go through now. But uh, it, uh, it, it didn't seem like everything was hunky-dory there. So myself and the, the writing partner on the series, that would be one G Mac g mac of the late late show which hans i know you've been on before how was your yes. oh so you, you're uh edward norton in american history x now are you you're just moving your your mouth up and down yeah i'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> we decided to uh do the interview perform the interview as uh uh these characters and the, the nice. potential DP yeah. was very confused about this. He was uh, none too happy, but uh, he masked it pretty well. So uh, we're towel heads right now. That's, that's nice, Hans. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> enough of this. Enough is enough, so, as they always say. So when did he uh, realize that he was above your pay rate as soon as he As soon as we say, hey, you want to work and... for free? Hey, how about you work for free? <laughs> Or was it as soon as he saw 3D avatars of you guys instead of you and just, oh, this is not a serious. I wonder if that was, <laughs> I wonder if that was a tip off to him. It should have been. It really should have been. Uh, no, I actually think it's going to work out in the end. So he's just very in on the, the idea of the series, which nobody really knows anything about right now. It's very under wraps. What do you know about it, Hans? Uh, that I was supposed to have a role for it and I don't anymore. So, uh, that's, that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, who knows what will happen <laughs> when multiple series are, are shooting all at the same time. It seems like maybe that rolls back up in the air. Maybe we don't have to go to, uh, the, the short list for casting, which includes a bunch of known names on this program. Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll just bounce the ball over to Hans. Speaking of bouncing balls, uh, did you see the Daniels won Best Directors at the Academy Awards last night? What's the Daniels? I think it's Jeff Daniels and uh, Mike Daniels. They are a pair of uh, gay queens. Oh, yeah, they went out on stage uh, in high heels. Tuxedos. Jeff Daniels from the Daniels. That's right. The Daniels, as I like to call them. Like people say the Donald. I call them the Daniels. Yeah, no, I I didn't. What did I do? 
Oh, everything ever. All right. Okay. That's right. It was a big night for everything everywhere all at once. It won the evening, as a matter of fact. How many Academy Awards did that picture win? Uh, seven. That's outrageous. That's ridiculous. Did you know? Did you have a sense that things were going to go this way? Yes. Yeah, I think we, Why? we I think we talked about it because it was the one that has, uh, you know, the internet loves, right? And then there's also the whole Asian hate thing that was happening in the United States in 2022. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. Uh, and, you know, you always want to bring more diversity to these awards. So even though I don't know if I agree that that's the most deserving, uh, I definitely saw it coming. All the press that was coming out, everything was like that. You know, very virtuous, very like, this is going to be the one. And it was. Well, this year, I think, is interesting in that, you know, you often see the Golden Globes. And I, I don't think this was the case with the BAFTAs, but maybe we want to check that out, too. The BAFTAs are usually a strong indicator of what's going to happen at the Oscars. And if there is an upset where it deviates from what we've seen, typically it's like best actor where I made a tweet about this back in 2009, Mickey Rourke was primed to win best actor. I've talked about this so many times before he was supposed to win best actor for the wrestler. He did not. Sean mm -hmm. Penn got it for milk in 2015. It should have been Michael Keaton for Birdman, but it was Eddie Redmayne when he played Stephen Hawking. And he has since been forgotten. Oh, yeah. Thank God. He played trans one too many times. And they said, back in the closet, Eddie. Back in the closet. <laughs> now, the big one for me, I know this isn't as a, a big of a deal to other people as it is to myself. Because everyone, everyone loves that fat fuck Brendan Fraser. I'm sick of Brendan Fraser and his stupid, weepy, fat face. Enough of did this you, fucking guy. Did you finish that movie? Because I watched like... I didn't watch it. 30 minutes okay and after 30 minutes i was like oh all right we oh my god you're very fat and very sad yes i okay i i said fat as an ex -fat, in trump's america that's what i hear the movies about yeah as, a, as an ex-fat follically impaired man me too as him i was kind of sick of him just lumbering around for half an hour being sad yeah, uh, it also that. starts. It starts with him playing with his wiener for like the first thirty seconds too. It's very unsettling. Now, was he circumcised or uncircumcised? Uh, you don't see it. It's not like a POV from his. It should have been a slow belly. zoom out, like <laughs> the Kubrick when Alex DeLarge is in the milk bar and they just pan out. Yeah. It should have been like that, but his uncut little fucking fat ding dong. Yeah, like you, you think you're seeing something, and then as it zooms out, you realize that it's actually his. It's actually his belly. dick. That's well. Yeah. That was Jackass 3D, right? So that we they oh, couldn't do that again. Uh, okay, so I got the Baftas here. Baftas had. Uh, I thought the screenplay was all quiet on the Western Front. Oh, uh, that was the big winner at the Baftas, if I remember right. Didn't that win Best Picture or something? It won Best Film, not in English language, and then it won Best Film. Yeah. Okay, and, so that, that's uh, much more interesting. And I know people were talking, because I was still doing a rehearsal taping for uh, Omega Fish Corp. I didn't catch most of the Oscars. I jumped in in like the last 20 minutes or so. And I remember people were saying, oh, wow, 
All Quiet on the Western Front has won three Academy Awards. And I thought, oh, maybe we're getting a repeat of the BAFTAs. Maybe that's going to take the big prize. Of course not. No. Why would it? Um, that was your number one movie of the year, wasn't it, for 2022? Yeah, yeah and uh, there was also Austin Butler winning leading actor. Yep. Kate, Bl Kate Blanchett winning leading actress. Mm -hmm. All the real ones, all the deserving ones. See, the Makeup Academy and Awards... Hair was Elvis too, yeah. The Academy I, I, Awards to, this year, I think, took a lateral move where in the 2020 to 2021 year, uh, and then the flat 2021 year of the Academy Awards, we saw them going with very boring, very forgettable streaming films that were message movies. Nomadland, Coda. These are, I mean, Nomadland, I think at least got a very limited theatrical run or it, it, it looked prestigious enough you know, they maybe shot it on 35 millimeter. I don't, look, I don't know. But compared to Coda, Coda, the deaf movie on Apple Plus, that was a fucking joke. That was a that was a complete travesty. Nobody even heard of Coda before it won that night. Uh, nobody Neither watched they, that movie. Right. They didn't either. Because ah, that's death. this is this is why Hans is going to inherit this show when I pass yeah. away. Um, yeah. Yes. And, and this year it was like the Academy sat down. And they said, listen, we need to tap into what people want right now. Where can we find what people want? Ah, reddit.com. We'll, we'll, we'll gauge what the people want from reddit.com. That's a perfect way to understand who they want to see win. And what did reddit.com want? They wanted everything, everywhere, all at once. The Marvel drama romance sci-fi daniel's thriller how would you pronounce that mar marver the mar because <laughs> it's asian get, yes. get it. uh golden globes were also more interesting too um you got fableman's best motion picture um then you have uh screenplay is the banshees of any sharon mm-hmm Best Director, Steven Spielberg. Best Performance by an Actor, Austin Butler and Kate Blanchett. That the Asian, what's his name from Goonies, wasn't even nominated for in here in the Golden Globes. And neither was the actress. I don't remember her name. Um, oh, no, she was for more musical or comedy. Well, all right. I forgot that the Golden Globes have more like wacky, I guess more awards than than are needed so you have regular do, movie yeah. and then you have comedy so yeah they will they will break it up by like best actor drama best actor comedy so that way there are more award winners or more speeches people come away generally more satisfied because there's a bigger amount of prestigious winners for these categories and the academy awards i you know it's kind of shocking just how off the mark and anti-cinema uh they were and i've been getting Two different reactions here on Twitter. People agree with me on Facebook. It's like I spoke up about Avatar 2 again. People are really upset that I don't like this everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm getting called cringe left and right. Oh, boy. Big cringe. People with with Angry Birds Star Wars profile pictures saying, you just posted cringe, bro. Uh, because I said everything, everywhere, all at once is completely overrated and if you have it in your top 10 of the year it's not a legitimate list 
And of course they picked that as best picture. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that, uh, I need to stop stuttering because I've heard that there's some impressions of me out there where people stutter as they're there's there's like a there are, yeah there are impressions of this podcast that are floating about um, from other podcasts apparently yeah yes. uh, Jesse uh, P.S. of Pot Awful has a very famous impression of both of us uh, <laughs> mine sounds like Peter Griffin mixed with uh, who would you say it's mixed with is Peter Griffin and um. I don't know who's got like a low voice. Uh, um, Michael Clark Duncan. That's right. That's no, that's exactly who I was thinking. You <laughs> took it right out of my head. Michael Clark Duncan. I get compared to him all the time. Yep. So it's understandable. Uh, yours, if I remember right, because I just got it in passing off of um, Ryan Katsu Rivera's phone, was a little more Peter Laurie, a little more stuttery Peter Laurie from film. More so. nervous energy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was going to say was that uh, I'm surprised that Elvis didn't really win anything. Well, mm. not really. It didn't. It didn't win anything. Not even editing that I thought was, if not for the performance, I think the editing was probably the best part or the part that I enjoyed the most. I Absolutely. The... I, I completely agree with you. I think the editing on any of Baz Luhrmann's movies is usually supreme and superior compared to uh, most other films. I'm not surprised that Austin Butler didn't win. Unfortunately, I did shout no audibly in my apartment when they said Brendan Fraser. Um, I was just disappointed because they, their, their logic makes no sense. In the case of Mickey Rourke versus Sean Penn, they said, well, Sean Penn's played the game a little better. He's done more of these prestige films. Mickey Rourke, he just came back. He showed up with his poodles. He's in a big fur coat. We're not having that guy on the stage. Michael Keaton... By the same logic as them giving it to Brendan Fraser, it's a legacy award. He should have gotten it for Birdman. They gave it to Eddie Redmayne, the young up-and-comer. Trash, forgotten. Austin Butler, hopefully a big career ahead of him. Hopefully not his last opportunity at this award, although let's be real, the Academy Awards probably, they won't even be around in five years. They're not making it to 100 at this rate. Um, Brendan Fraser winning it is... Uh, it is what it is. I think it's very easy to jump into a fat suit and uh, and and wow people that way. I I was going to say that um, Michael, like the comparison there for for it being a legacy movie, is probably not as good just because Michael Keaton has a lot of really good movies. And then I looked at the list and I was like, oh, he's kind of got like a Brandon Frasery career. He absolutely does. <laughs> he absolutely does. It's the same kind of career. He's got shitty comedies. He's got shitty yeah. action films. And then he's got some like good performances here and there. Like every 15 years, he'll turn in two. So he's got Clean and Sober. That's maybe one of his best performances. Birdman. Um, he's good in like everything pretentious. Oscar Beatty that they cast him in after Birdman. He's not the worst part. The Founder, he was very good in. You know, uh, Batman. Spotlight, multiplicity. He played four roles in that. You know? Mr. Mom. They should have gave yeah. him uh, best supporting and best actor for multiplicity, <laughs> in my opinion, for the retarded one and the gay one. I've never seen that. No, that you want to pull up, pull up a clip or something real quick. Jack Frost. That was a George Clooney snowman. Did that hinder Michael Keaton's performance? It did not. He was still playing country singer with frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> 
and a receding hairline. It looked terrible. It looked embarrassing. He was probably humiliated to be in that movie. Okay, I got a multiplicity clip here. Uh... Oh, by the way, Brendan said he wants to have you on Tales from the Mall soon, as soon as you call him Brendan. I thought that show was dead. No, it's back. I just did a oh. three-hour, almost three-hour episode of it where we, we talked about uh, this very, very briefly in passing and um, how you cannot remember his name well. It's a, it's a, yeah. I don't even want to say it's a Mexican thing because he's, what he's isn't Hispanic he also too. Mexican? Yep. Yeah. Brandon. What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? Whoa, what is he looking at? That's, he's not looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see you're having a smoke. What the hell for? What's it to you? What's to me? I spent a thousand dollars to quit, remember? That's what it is. What am I going to do about it? You know what? This does feel like a Shane Dawson sketch from 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's... Oh, God damn it. That's offensive. I don't know if I approve of that. <laughs> what is that one supposed to be? You know he's supposed to be effeminate. You know, is, there just... an, is there an Indian multiplicity character? Because <laughs> that would be great. That would he's just, just another a race. One, an Asian one, <laughs> yeah. an Indian one, and a white one. He's like House of Cosby's. Is that the retarded one? I don't think so. The retarded one wears like a helmet. And he's like drooling all over himself. One of them must be retarded. There's the gay one. There's the cool one. So he's... The Tony Montana one. Yeah. Yes. Here's the oh. retarded one. Oh man, it's so funny. The I love the way that because of the, the technology being so early that I guess the direction was just to overact so that it looks natural, like you're reacting to yourself, but instead it just feels like those old point and click games where mm -hmm. a couple of characters wouldn't move and then one of them would like do the action of whatever it is that you need. Yeah. Uh it's very, very odd to see. What is it, ninety-six? Uh with how easy that could be done now. Yeah, I mean, but it would be shit. I kind of like how yeah. that doesn't look good. I kind of like how you can tell the eye line doesn't match up mm. at all with any of the microphones. <laughs> and they could have easily gotten a stand-in. There's an episode of Northern Exposure. This is a TV show from 92 or 93 where Hell they have yeah. two of Rob Morrow. And he plays like a cool New York brother of himself and then like the Jewy New York self. And I was actually surprised at how well they made that look. It, it you know at no point does it look insincere and there he's got walking around shots the camera's moving it looks pretty solid um you're not gonna be able to find a clip that has been scrubbed from youtube and everywhere it's not on streaming northern exposure is a pretty enjoyable show if you like twin peaks it's so, related uh no but it, it was on tone? at this it, yeah it, it was on at the same time there's no murder mystery or anything it's just people living in alaska so if you're into that kind of thing and it's just like quirky characters, but I don't mean that in a bad, I, I always say that in a bad way, but in this way, I kind of like it. It's just, you know, shut your brain off while you work and you have something playing and it's not like a murder story. It's not a story about a woman being raped. You know, I listen to a lot of those as I work is rape stories. 
you know, yeah. really so you, puts my determination in place as I'm editing. Yeah, so you absorb it unconsciously without knowing that you have all this knowledge about. about Are we rape? even allowed to say that word in here? Didn't you say YouTube? something that... offensive not long ago, like in the first five minutes? Didn't you drop some F slurs or something? Oh, probably. Is it five minutes know. that you're supposed to wait? We should probably uh, look at those rules. <laughs> none of this matters. Listen, this does not look as far as our lengthy episodes go in YouTube. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm done listening to that. If you want to demonetize this show, that's cool with me because anytime I put out a real clip, it'll, it'll get shit views. If I put out a one minute reel at four in the morning, it will get like five times the views of that. So I, I, YouTube's whole system is fucked. YouTube is a mess. Um, there's no so like, standard logic with it. You, and uh, I mean, most of the views, um, is there like a good turnover rate? Are we getting like new patrons from that? I don't know. I'd have to analyze it. I think for the most part, that probably comes from Instagram and Twitter. So you're saying is that we should uh, cater more to our Eastern part of the world fans? Is that... All what Chinese? From... Yeah, is that what you're saying? We could do some Chinese movies. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That's the show tonight. I <laughs> uh, the big winner. Yes, the big winner. How? So it won seven. It won best picture. It won best director, best actress. Which I'm not. I'm listen. If there's one I'm not mad about, it's best actress. I think it's kind of cool that she won. But I do believe that Kate Blanchett absolutely deserved it. But I only came around to Kate Blanchett. This year, she's she, like she. I I've always recognized. I'm like, yeah, I guess she's a good actress, but I haven't been wowed by anything she's been in. She's never like stood out to me as like, damn, she's a top five. Uh, but when she played Lydia Tar in Tar, I thought, wow, that's a great performance. That's a great movie. I thought Todd Field should have won Best Director. But <clears throat> if there is something we've discussed before, there's kind of a bullet that is dodged when you don't win the Oscar. Certainly when you don't win Best Picture in modern day. In the 1970s, I think there's so many great classic movies that are watched today where they won Best Picture and you still go back to them. 80s, not as much. 90s, not as much. The aughts, mm, no, not <laughs> really. The 10s, definitely not. And now the 20s, I can firmly say is like, where I mean, I, I wrote this prematurely. I said it during like the 2020, 2021 one. Um, this can potentially be the worst decade of best picture winners. And we might be three for three. Now, obviously, this movie's I, I would watch this movie over Nomadland and certainly over Coda oh, any day. Gosh, there's man. there's no question about it. But this is a bad lineup. So it winning best picture, I think, is fine. Yeah, you're but you're right because uh so chloe zhao after nomadland what did you go to uh marvel and then did mm -hmm. that movie flamed out was it eternals or? the eternals yeah and now where's her career she's gonna be directing indie films again in in another year and a half although it's kind of like uh you get a taste of being able to operate on such a high budget with such a claim like having so many resources that when you get to that level and then you fail and you get to slide back down, people usually don't want to do that. So they just yeah. hang out. They just wait. They're like, well, maybe I'll make a movie again someday. They don't want to operate with like a million dollar budget again. 
I don't know if that's the case with her. That remains to be seen, but. Well, there's nothing upcoming on uh, IMDb. And the last thing she shot was a documentary or a short of one minute. It's probably a commercial, right? It says, yeah. follows one of Botweiser's famous Clydesdale horses who suffers a debilitating injury. With the support of a few friends, the horse is able to get back on its feet and make an inspiring recovery. It's a minute, though. So that, yeah, it's commercial. So, so she's in it for the money right now, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's what we're seeing, a Marvel movie and now Budweiser commercials. And there's nothing announced, at least not on IMDb, about her working or anything else. So I guess get that money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Good look, for you. <laughs> I, I don't think it speaks to her quality as a director that she's working in advertising now. I mean, Todd oh, Field yeah. took a like 15 year hiatus from directing films to go work in advertising. And then he came back with Tar. So I work in advertising. I think I'm a good director. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, you know, if she could learn something from striking out with the Eternals and taking that deal and and falling down, uh, she's probably better for it than somebody like a Taika Waititi, where you have success and then you have kind of a flop, right, with Thor four, and you do these movies, and now he's doing a Star Wars movie, right, and you become part of the system. You just sterilize yourself, so she's probably in a better position than somebody like that, or even, you know, certainly like a James Gunn. Yeah. It's worse for, for people like Taika too, because, uh, Taika, that's his, that's his, yeah, Taika. Yeah. Because now, um, people go with the expectation of seeing that movie, you know? So if you're him, the movies that like the reason why you get criticized is because of that style, but it's also the reason why people watch your movies. So now every movie that you put out has to have that, you know, snarky, you know, nothing is serious. Everything is tongue-in-cheek type of style. And that that must be exhausting. I'm sure the paychecks are nice, but if it's exhausting to watch them, I, I can't imagine it's that much fun to make them. I don't know if his logic is just that this will eventually run out someday, so let me do as many as possible and generate the money and peace out. Or if he just wants to be part of that forever. I think it, you get real comfortable collecting seven-digit payments for these shitty movies. Uh, you know, and he, like I said, he's doing Star Wars now. I think he will have a long career with the Disney company, unfortunately, because mm. I do think he's done some very good films. And I think he's an enjoyable actor, usually, when he's on yeah. screen. But uh, that's that's it for him for now, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The, one, the big one disappointment, like I said, is Austin Butler not winning Best Actor. Uh, but I am looking forward to all the films he has coming. I'm very looking forward to, uh, very much so looking forward to Dune 2 because he's in there playing the Sting role. But uh, I don't like the fact he's trying to lose his Elvis voice now. I don't like that one bit. Yeah. I, I think I that's what made him. Don't forget who made you is Elvis. I was, I was hoping to see Elvis in space with that. And now I don't even have that to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, they are doing, I believe they're going to do an Elvis concert movie, which is kind of like space. If the satellites beam it up into, into space, Elvis Sorry, in space. Getting a hologram Elvis? Hologram Elvis. Like Rob Kardashian, Robert Kardashian, Kanye West's gift to his wife is your dead father in hologram <laughs> form. <laughs> <laughs> 
with a voiceover artist who sounds vaguely like him. We got David Schwimmer to play your dad. Yeah, I was about part. to say, I prefer the hologram than having David Schwimmer, a bloated David Schwimmer <laughs> there play, playing in a bad live version of my dad or a cartoony version of my dad. Uh, I, hmm, I know that, well, not I know that, uh, He's he's probably the one that's done the most in, that has the most interesting career though when it comes I don't know why I'm moving to friends uh, cast but I feel like he at one point just didn't he just go to the UK and started directing TV and and just do working on like funny projects that you wouldn't expect him to be involved in Yeah I think he was always I think interested he did, in like, directing He did like uh uh what is this fucking call show hold on let me find him uh, it's a uh uh sketch british show little britain i think he was director of that really of episode i didn't know that if he was involved or, in that i never heard of that or was it that show that had a uh, david cross that he did in the uk too i think um hold on did you see that Todd they, margaret they did a remake of the room with bob odenkirk is the tommy wiseau character oh no they they Really? It's entirely in green screen, but they're trying to pass it off like it's a real movie. And I guess it's for charity or something. I don't know. It's probably just going to be an hour and a half long Tim and Eric sketch. But if you want to pull up a photo of that or something. Why is um, why is the room? I don't want to say relevant because I know it isn't. But why? Why that? I. Okay, I don't. Uh, People are just lacking know. creativity, and you circle the drain on these like goofy, funny things from twenty-five years ago. Even though we've cycled through it four or five times now, peaked with the disaster artist. Yeah, yeah, and he's still touring the movie. I'm sure, right? That's mm. that's what he that's what his living is. So right. I don't. Maybe uh, he'll have a cameo. Oh wait, no, it's got that fucking guy. Um, Sestero guy who's the the guy that plays his friend in the movie Greg Sestero mm -hmm. who's been milking as much as he can from the room he's, he's the one that wrote the involved. book well I don't know if he's involved there's a there's a, let me show you there's an image here of I'm assuming when they were shooting it um, and he's there oh man he looks he's also now, presenting huh? yeah so he looks like Axel uh, Rose Secret okay damn that's just what happens if you're an actor in los angeles and you hang around too long is your face widens and you have to get surgery to correct oh, it fuck. and you're also taking steroids and your head shape starts to change okay yes james oh. Dean. how many <laughs> people have done that that is such a fucking first year acting school actor thing to do uh but yeah so if this guy is involved i'm not surprised that they're still trying to milk something out of that movie yeah because everything else didn't really work right didn't didn't have like a couple of movies that he did with uh with uh the neighbors why saw that were also just kind of like this is oh not... yeah, yeah no no yeah um there was the best fiends part one and two that again it was supposed to coincide with the, the timing of the disaster artist movie adaptation 
people got really excited about that film and it was getting all kinds of awards buzz and they strategically timed it so that uh, Best Fiends would come out around the same time. I think it was like within the same year and a half. It's 2000... Part 2018 or 2017? 2017 was Disaster Artist. Best Fiends is 2017 too and then mm -hmm. 2018. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I... I it's funny to me that they don't understand the reason why the room is successful because it's not that anyone's missing the you know the camaraderie and the chemistry that he had with Tommy because he didn't at all <laughs> and that's why it was so enjoyable because it was such a train wreck not on purpose yeah but then trying to milk something that is not why people like it which is hey how about we see them acting like other characters and and trying like that's why. Why would that succeed at all if that's not the reason why they people enjoy the room? I don't I don't get that. No, I think the whole dynamic there and why people like it is directly correlated to the contents of the disaster artist book and what you see in the movie because you know that that kind of weird uneven friendship dynamic continued off screen and that they lived together and that they worked together to make sure that this movie happened and they're such an odd pairing. Right. Yeah. And and when they're acting together, especially if they're acting as like different characters or something, uh, it doesn't work. It's just it's just movie lore. This these two guys, that's it. And it, it it's not like you can throw that in like Abbott and Costello meet the mummy and meet Frankenstein. It's not going to translate. Right, because this was not on purpose. Mm -hmm. They're both terrible. Yeah, so yes. if they if they try it's like okay so that's you being terrible and now trying that's not enjoyable and also the, there's a shine and like a like a uh a more professional look to those movies so you don't even get the incompetence of the director and cinematographer that the room has where everything is so cheesy and so weirdly framed instead you get a movie that looks like a movie with just two really bad actors so it's like why? Two movies. You get two movies. Oh, two. Sorry. Yeah. Four hours. So it's it. just, it's just. Why would I watch that? Yeah. I don't. Uh, you know, back in the day, if if the room came out like 1968, Tommy Wiseau and Greg Sestero would be thrown into like the cast of Cannonball Run or some. <laughs> it's a mad, mad, mad world. That's that would be the result of their careers. They would go on to do Hollywood Squares and like Hollywood Pyramid, yeah. the, the Match Game. And that would be fine. That was the perfect career trajectory for these novelties. And now they just have nothing. Well, I think one of them would probably have died of heroin overdose or AIDS if, you know, were at that time. What are you implying about Greg Sestero? Oh, no, I nothing. <laughs> I just think, you know, the 80s were crazy. <laughs> The 80s were crazy. Yeah. You know, I, I watched you're... Midnight Express recently. You ever see Midnight Express? No, I don't think so. It's so good. Uh, I forget the, the director's name. Was it? It wasn't Harold Becker. I was talking about Alan Harold Parker. Becker. It was Alan Parker, who also did Fame, I think. Did Alan Parker do Fame? Uh, hold on. He's done a couple he... of different movies. Um, what, and maybe it was um, Vita. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Angel Heart. Did he do Angel Heart? Angel Ashes, The Road to Wellville, The Commitments, Angel Heart. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I was watching Midnight Express recently, and the, the character, the lead character, 
this actor. I've only seen him in a couple of other films. I saw him in, I think it was Chariots of Fire as well. And he's just like a classic, good-looking, leading man type. Brad and Davis. Brad Davis. And he gets locked up in this prison. And, like, there's this, there, you know, I've been watching Oz. So I guess this was my come down from Oz. I was like, I need another prison movie. I need my prison fix. Maybe I should just go to prison. Maybe I should go to Rikers. Just take the bus to Rikers. C-U-M. Isn't there a show on the States now where they sent you to jail and then you just try to survive there? Sorry, hold on. Did you just say C-U-M? Realize that you're not. Yes. <laughs> I was making. Yeah, because you're watching a prison, prison, male prison, prison show. So I don't know. You said take you, you know. So word, it's word anyway. Wordplay humor. Okay. Um, and it was that yes? I, so I was watching right. this, and there's a scene where you're like, come down yes. from one to the other. That's right. Yeah. C U M. Uh, so what happened in Midnight Express? So he is it's that what happened? Guy. They run a train. They <laughs> run a train in the prison. That's right. Um, <laughs> so it's about a it's a real life story about a guy who got caught smuggling weed out of Turkey and. He gets locked up in a Turkey. It's a very Jake Hanrahan-esque story, except I think he was accused of, you know, helping ISIS, which is very different. Oh, fuck. Wait, I, I saw that like a month ago, too. Oh, really? Uh, it's very long, and there's a, a very odd sex scene that you're not expecting, because it's just like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> this there's, is very steamy all of a sudden. There's one in a shower with, like, a guy who's like, so we're going to fuck? And then he kisses yeah. him, and then the guy's like, wait a minute. You're gonna you're gonna kiss me and touch my dick. I don't think I can do this. I'll kiss yeah. you, but you're not gonna touch my dick. Um, so, and that's that's what what just came to mind. So then this actor who I think did like a real uns back in the '70s. That's that's a pretty dicey move for a leading mm -hmm. man actor to kiss another dude in a scene. This guy would do a Broadway play called The Normal Heart, which was made into an HBO film, and it's set during like AIDS time which is 1980s, AIDS, New York. And uh, as, as just misfortunate as it may be, even though this Brad, what's his name? Brad Davis? Yeah. Brad Davis. Married man with children, he would succumb to AIDS in the early 90s from drug use. That's what the family says. Right. Drug use. He died yeah, of like drug use. Just like he's E, right? You know, a Broadway actor who died of AIDS because of drug use. Not another yeah. kind of injection, but drug yeah, use. No, he's it's, got it's bad friends. That's what happened. Uh, they didn't clean their needles before. Well, they didn't give it a polish before <laughs> sticking it in. Yeah. So I don't know why I'm dunking on this actor who died of AIDS in the 90s who wanted to just be discreet about his perversions. But uh, anyway, yeah. this was a good movie. We should do Midnight Express on the next show. Fuck Infinity Pool. I hear that's very boring from you is what I heard. Yeah. I'm sick of uh, I'm sick of these fake reactions that movies are slightly R. No, slightly above R rated. Get um how many times have we heard of a movie that, oh, people threw up in the movie theater or, oh, people had to walk out because they couldn't take it or they passed out or whatever. There's nothing here that feels like that at all. There's a... Uh, fuck it. We're, you're not going to... Probably not going to see it. Uh, there's no, I, uh, I, I will watch it, but it's all right. You can spoil away. All right. So there's a very shocking scene or like the most shocking scene is when someone gets punched to death. And... Uh, 
he's just getting punched and then you see his face for a couple of seconds getting like mangled and, and my thinking was you've seen ricky o right yeah the movie ricky o I, okay I so covered, as a matter of fact if people want to check it out episode 13 17 it was the early days before hans was co-host we did right. a show on ricky o with justin wang check that okay. out in the archive so if you've seen ricky o there's no punching someone to death scene that's going to be better than what they do there mm -hmm. uh so it's just kind of like okay oh i guess he's gonna punch. oh he's still punching him okay all right that's very shocking you know so there was there wasn't anything oh oh there's a scene where this card card brother is uh on the leech wearing uh tidy whities and he's a dog very shocking and very Brad Davis-esque. You got uh, Mia Goth playing Sherry Moon Zombie for the entirety of those two hours. The most fucking annoying uh, uh, impression that I've seen of Sherry Moon Zombie, where she goes from, I guess I have a British accent, to maybe my accent is not British. Uh, that happens throughout the movie, too. So I And I'm, I'm disappointed because I do like some of the things that Brandon Cronenberg did with his other movie uh was possessor right mm -hmm. but i think that name comes with and unfortunately you know a rep he's that reputation maybe he's not going to be able to live up to it and shouldn't try to but when you make movies that are similar to the movies that your dad used to make but they don't hit as hard it's i don't know it's kind of a why we just go do fucking go do romantic comedies, comedies. try yeah. something different Go do yeah. what was Wes Craven doing with Meryl Streep? Like Song of the Heart, Song of the right. South. That would be a good Some, one for Brandon Cronenberg yes. to do. Something about a bridge that fell in like the 1820s or something and yeah, how the town got the together to feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, one. that sounds like a great feel good movie. <laughs> the, the, the town comes together. Why don't you write this script and we'll go make it? The, the bridge collapses and the town comes yeah. together to rebuild the bridge. Wow. Yes. Everyone. That, that was called, what was it? That was called, uh, bridge i think it was called yeah yeah and it's just a, a very the white ethno state in the 1920s because there was no immigrants uh gets together and build that's back a bridge true. that's not true there were asian chinese workers on the bridge building the railroad and then the bridge collapsed they all died no the, sh the 1920s that didn't happen there's no <laughs> no one cared about that so only white we'll people have, building that we'll bridge have, here's what i want i want to play franklin roosevelt in this movie i'm going to wheel he wasn't even president yet i'm going to wheel down to the bridge and say look what happens when a community comes together and i have yeah. a blanket on my lap and that's but you have to it. get really fat you have to get like to his size wasn't he really he wasn't fat, fat or am i thinking no, of someone was, else no, you're thinking of someone else thinking thinking of like he got stuck in a bathtub he was nah. That was that was a wrong president. Roosevelt was okay. crippled. He got polio. Man, you know I was looking at photos of people in iron lungs. Oh fuck! There's yeah, one guy who's that's... still around in an iron lung now, and his skin gets so red and rashy. Did we look at him on this show before? Uh, I think so. No, I think it was on Civic TV. Because now looking at it, it's like, oh, I recognize. Uh... The guy i posted him before on twitter but i was watching some vice documentary oh god he looks at peace he looks like he's enjoying his life is why is this still British a thing looks like i don't yes know. <laughs> every there, British person happy. over 50 yeah yeah he's smiling See there he's... he just watched bridge and it was a five-star review 
Uh, he's okay. eating fucking old toast and dirty mandarins. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it out of the, the early '90s Disney cup with the straw? Oh man! Oh man! What the? F- this is what, a what's his existence? What's his damage? What happened? Do you know what his story is? He got polio, so his lungs don't work on their own, and his organs will fail if he goes out of the machine for more than like ninety minutes. There's pictures just, of him outside the machine, and he has the skinniest neck. Just die. Just fucking kill me. You know? Just. Well, he's an attorney. Can you imagine that's your oh. lawyer? He said, <laughs> no client has ever visited me and turned me down upon seeing my iron lung. So he just to his face. Into the courtroom. Yeah. They, just call, they just call later. Uh, I think I'm going to um, move on to someone that can actually leave that room. Hmm. Ah, oh, that's so fucking horrifying. Ah, uh, I didn't even know that polio was that horrible. I thought polio just gave you like backward feet. Because no. I had a I had a cousin that uh, was much older than me. He was like 10, 15 years older than me. And when I was a little boy, I went to visit him in Mexico. Everyone was like, oh, he's got polio. And I was trying to find something wrong with him. And it was just his feet were like backwards. But I don't know why I said just his feet. That's fucking horrible. Uh, he died later. I'm sure of complications. <laughs> but at first, I was just like, "What? His feet just looks like you you put the wrong shoe on, you know?" Uh, so so. But you know what? Now that I think about it, and he died later in a probably horrifying way. Maybe maybe I should. His have entire body gradually before. turned backwards. Yeah, that sounds like a Cronenberg <laughs> film. The man whose body yeah. turned backwards. See, that sounds better than. Oh, a uh, struggling writer who has a wife that has a lot of money goes to a resort and gets seduced by this girl with no eyebrows into becoming a rich piece of shit. Is that the, and then the he, Cisco story? And then he, he clones himself because every time they murder someone, uh, the clones have to pay. No, every time you murder someone, you're sentenced to death. But uh, this is such a shitty country that you, if you're rich, you can pay to have a clone of you. And then the clone gets killed. That's the movie. That's that's the mysterious, the dark, fucking, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this on screen movie. Very mid, very disappointing. Very, uh, We I understand that Mia Goth is like the it girl for some internet people right well, now. I, I was going to ask, what do you think about her? Because I don't necessarily hate her, right? I just I think there's too much of her going around right now. I think she needs to do more than just be the girl with no eyebrows because i feel like she's playing that card which fair enough you know you got an interesting look go for it but after like the third performance where she's playing this just this face the whole time just reacting at just very sarcastically very like that's her that's her Mm -hmm. performance and here I, I couldn't figure out why she was so annoying for like the first 40 minutes. And then I she's very Cherry Moon Zombie on everything. She's very uh, baby. That's her character's name, right? Uh, where she's like very loud and she cackles. Ha, 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 ha. Very unnatural laughter. And it was just like, why is she bothering me so much? It's, it's like a bad Cherry Moon Zombie impression. So I don't think she's bad. I just think that for the amount of uh versatility that she's shown uh, seems seems like a very much the same character every time you know as opposed mm-hmm. to you know well just not in this one because she's Sherry moon zombie in this one but besides that it's just she's fine just i don't i don't get the hype Nothing i guess special yeah 
Well, yeah, that's I've, kind of rough to say, right. but yeah. is it <laughs> kind of for the career yeah. she's she's had or developed in like the past year and a half, just acting in like shitty horror movies, where she delivers a performance that's a, a, a maybe a higher caliber than what the norm is for those types of films. I mean, look, she's got some versatility going between like X and Pearl, but um, I don't know. I don't think she's a bad actress. And I, when I saw him like Nymphomaniac and um, what was the other film she was in before that was of note? And I don't know. Anytime I've seen her, and I, I have not minded her whatsoever. And I didn't even mind her in those movies, even though I wasn't a fan. They just weren't my cup of tea. I think she's all right. Um, yeah. But I do think she is hitting a critical oversaturation point where people will start to go okay we've had enough she's kind of like the the grimy gross uh smelly margot robbie you know she's like the the girl yeah. with ice who lives up the block from everyone else in school yeah and she's just having her moment in the sun at the moment moment in the sun at the moment my favorite david spade sitcom uh anyway all right. Was there anything else interesting with the Oscars? Uh, is there ever? I'm sure Sometimes. there was some high some hijinks. I'm sure there was a pic, pizza uh, photo and a selfie and something like that. I love like a good that. hijink. Uh, I love when Warren Beatty shows up on stage and reads the wrong title. That's my favorite oh, Oscars uh, Oscars moment. Um, uh, Did you see his Dick Tracy special, by the way? He had to I show up. Screen. I saw he, a screen. He had to show up in his big yellow hat again for like the second time in ten years because he wants to hold on to the rights. Because he's still oh no, his head. he's going to do one more. Oh, that's sad. Is that what you need to do to grab to, to give the rights? Just do whatever, just anything, as long as it is commercial, and it's a narrative thing, and it's in the visual medium. You get to hold on to the rights. That's the rule. So that's why they made Spider-Man movies every like five years. That's why they make a Fantastic Four movie every so often. That's just how it goes. But Dick Tracy's going to enter the public domain in, I think, 2035. So Warren Beatty's 85 years old. He really needs to get to work on this thing. If he, I mean, what is he going to do it? At t at 10 years from now, when he's 95, he's going to do this TCM special on Zoom again as Dick Tracy? Just because maybe at 102, he'll do Dick Tracy 2. So this is, we're taking a look at Dick Tracy zooms in from 2023. You got Ben Mankiewicz and Leonard Malton to appear in this. I don't drink Mr. Malton. Leonard Malton. No makeup for me, thank you. Well, I'm not trying to flatter you, but you don't need any. You look just wonderful. Pomegranates. Pomegranate. Oh, that's great. Very natural reaction. Pretty good for my age, huh? Well, I would. You, your internet must be bad because it it stays paused and then it speeds up rapidly. Small portions. Small portions. Oh, really? Yeah. It's raining here really hard, so that might be why. Okay. That it's it's that. so to summarize the Dick Tracy special, it looks like shit. Uh, it's shit. Mm -hmm. So I guess you know it's not really. As soon as I started playing, I was like, maybe this is not really worth showing. It's kind of kind of embarrassing. I mean, it w listen, I would think it's embarrassing if Warren Beatty was like 60 years old, but the man's 85. You know, he's trying to hold on to it. He wants it for the rest of his life. 
which is if he's lucky 10 years. So I'm fine with it. Uh, it's not but, like a real part of his filmography or anything. But do you think anyone's going to take a risk on that though? Especially he can. because he's got the money. Hmm. He directed with, it. Like, yeah. Okay. I forgot that he directed the original one because that one has such a particular visual style that that's probably where my biggest issue would be if if he just tries to do a sequel that doesn't follow that you know because i do because i do like i I, am we covered in this show i think right it's it's great it's a lot Mm -hmm. of fun it has a very interesting use of paintings and and uh a lot of very interesting tricks to you know make a a movie kind of look more and it is more artistic than just a regular you know uh live action uh of a comic book would that have an audience for now though i i know especially I, I think if that it's would have an audience TCM. now i do but on that special he criticizes the look of the original dick tracy and is like it's a nice painting but it doesn't look realistic so in his head he's succumbing to that old man syndrome of we can do it this way now and this way is better and it's not better but the old no. way is always better you were right the first time he want, I think he wants to do it that way. He doesn't want to do it like over the top, flamboyant like before. He wants to do like a grounded Dick Tracy, which. Eh. Well, hopefully, th- fa- Father Time, that's on your hands. <laughs> Father Time is up to you <laughs> to stop that from happening. <laughs> uh, I, I, would, I would show up for one more Warren Beatty movie. He's a very good director. Uh, I, I, I'd be in for it just to see what that looks like. I think it's fine. I mean, look, is it going to be any worse? Is it going to be any more of a crime than what Ari Aster is probably going to be up to in a year and a half or two years? Probably not. What is he doing? I don't know. He's got that Joaquin Phoenix oh. movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, I don't know. He's remaking something with his style. He's doing the Mickey Mouse story with his the style. Mickey Mouse. He could. Someone could do that soon because Mickey Mouse, I believe, is going to be public domain if it ain't already. So, oh no, he's doing that uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie, right? Yep, that it's actually is afraid. That looks pretty good, yeah. Interesting, at least. I think Joaquin Which... usually makes a good selection whenever he acts in a movie. So I trust Joaquin more than I trust Ari Aster. I haven't, I, you know, even the um, what was that movie he did, where he's like looking after his nephew, and it's shot in black and white. Even that movie, which I criticized, uh, I thought was. He was good. Like the movie was good because he was in it. I Joaquin, I have no yeah, idea. It ha- it came out like right after Joe. Oh, come on, come on. Is the name of it. Oh, he plays Jesus in the Mary Magdalene movie. Mm, okay. Played by Ro- Rooney Mara. And it just looks like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't look like this is just hey, it's he just, just him. Lip all of a sudden. It's just just Okay. They fix his mustache, I guess. So you don't have a hair lip, but right. yeah, that's that's okay. uh, that's all the attempts, that's all the effort. I'm it's... interested to see the Napoleon movie he's going to star in that Ridley Scott is directing. I think that'll be and good. Joker two, yeah, maybe. I hope that's yeah. good. I'm I'm curious to see how that turns out. Uh, I, and uh, you know they're doing Kubrick's Napoleon. Why I don't know money kubrick they're trying to really turn that kubrick name into disney 
you check out the Instagram account, they're selling like t-shirts now. They're like, visit the Kubrick Museum. Get a, get your favorite graphic tee with your favorite Kubrick catchphrase on it. <laughs> you, know, my, you know, one Kubrick catchphrase people don't like to talk about, and this is in Eyes Wide Open by Frederick Raphael, the co-writer of Eyes Wide Shut. He said, Kubrick once said to me, Hitler was right about everything except for one thing. And who knows what that one thing is? <laughs> that's the, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the kind of guy Kubrick was. But he also married into a Nazi family as a Jewish man, which is very bold in the early 20th century. Well, you know, uh, torture artists, you know, the greatest of all time couldn't marry a Kardashian, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your lineage, you know something about marrying into a Nazi family, right? No. Oh, what? I don't know. What do you, what? <laughs> I just remember books in the attic, bodies in oh, the attic. Yeah. Anne Frank in Mexico. That's, that's my, that's my, I list. think her and Hitler ran away to San Jose together. Yeah. Oh, did I ever tell you about the time when I was working at a, a call center and uh, got a call from an American saying that uh, uh, all the Nazis flew to Costa Rica after Nazi occupation and then Donald Trump was their leader? And how, because we're in Costa Rica and the Nazis are here and Donald Trump was living here in secret, that we were going to take over the American government when he lost. That was, that was fun to deal with a mentally ill person on the phone that had, <laughs> didn't call to talk about anything that had to do with the product. It was just to tell me that. And I was like, oh, oh. are you sure? Cool. All right. Well, maybe I he was onto something. I don't know. Sig Heil because they were recording my calls. But, you know, <laughs> I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. I, I'm glad I don't have a job where I have to de deal with mentally ill people. I just have to walk past them every, every day. Yeah. You just deal with me on the show. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Who's directing the Napoleon series? You know, Do you I know? don't know. Carrie Fukunaga was originally attached to helm the series, like right after true detective, after it fell through. And I think before he did no time to die, he could have been great. He could have been a really great selection for that. But I think having done Maniac, having done No Time to Die, he lost it. Kari Fuganag is right now not the director he was in that 2016, 2017 period. So I'd, Well, he's I'd, doing the, an yeah. Austin Butler series. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he yeah. is the director after all. I don't know. I'm excited about this. Elvis 2. The El yeah. Elvis lives on. It's called Masters on the Air. And it's got your favorite... Uh, Barry Kagan, did I pronounce that right? Barry Kagan, the Riddler, Irish pronunciation, the the other Joker, the other Joker, the Joker. No one likes the Joker. No one thinks about is more accurate because the Joker. No one likes is Jared Leto. Do you think he's still going to be the Joker? Or the Are you looking forward to the Batman too? <laughs> no. No, I, I watched the Batman again for the first time since it came out in theaters. Uh, I wasn't a fan. I'm even yeah. less of a fan having had it on because I'm watching it. I'm like, this is all bullshit. This is all going to fall apart in the last 40 minutes. And I was like more agitated with that politician, Bella Rael, who's like, you're not doing anything for Gotham City and your parents did everything. It's like, fuck you, bitch. I hated that yeah. he was also smart mouth and Alfred again. It's like that man raised you. What the, what are you thinking? 
Bruce. Yeah. And then he took a bomb for you. He took you. a bomb. And you're yelling at him saying, you you, you just lied to me. I'm yeah. out of here. And he turned Don't his head backwards and stormed out the door. <laughs> Don't yell at Golem. He's a nice guy, Golem. Alfred. And Alfred. then you have uh, Alfred Golem, yeah. Oh, and then uh, I forgot how they're trying to build like an extended universe around this movie with uh, the Penguin series that's probably still happening, right? It is, and I saw some set photos recently of Colin Farrell basically dressed like Tony Soprano, and he doesn't even look fat as the Penguin. I don't think he's going to be in like as much of a bodysuit for this series. He looks kind of trim. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, you know me, I'm not a, as big of a Batman fan as you, so I, I, I just I, I not don't much care. Of a but penguin head. But uh, I, I don't know if I'm happy or uh, like i'm very uninterested about anything that has to do with superheroes but the fact that like we're here and they're still going to come out like they, there's no way that they're going to try to milk the franchises for as much as they can or until the last drop they can get out of but i don't know i feel like what started very promising now is just kind of like well which uh e-list superhero are we going to pretend we care about and we're going to pretend that our audience cares for to you know build everybody just has to wait until i do a batman movie in 12 years because it'll be public domain boston batman boss the batman of boston you can't say gotham (laughs) you gotta wait a year to say gotham if you want that oh really it just has to be city batman of the city is there any city in massachusetts that kind of sounds like gotham but not really no i live in new york that's that's gotham that's the real gotham city no no that's no, Boston. no, Boston Batman. You Boston, do Boston Batman. Batman. Yeah, he uh, he loves the Celtics. That's Ben Affleck. And, uh, Batman. He's, he's Batman. No, First of all, nobody green. from Boston loves the Celtics. <laughs> the Celtics is the one team nobody gives a shit about. He's got Bruins stickers on the Batmobile. Boston, and, no uh... one cares about the Bruins either. <laughs> they haven't cared about the Bruins for 35 years. You pick the two most, yeah, yeah. how about the New England uh, Revolution soccer team? Mm, yeah. That's a big yeah. fan. That's a guy who's never visited Boston before <laughs> trying to do a Boston movie. Yeah, he cares about the Boston races, the lacrosse team from Boston University. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a big fan so, of Boston school. So, so uh, look forward to the upcoming Boston Batman directed Boston by Batman. Uh, Loris Wonderbread. 2020, what? When did it, when is it? Go into uh, I think it's I think it's 2035 that All Batman's right. officially up. Your time's Twi- up, Bats. 2040, Boston Batman, directed by a much bolder and chubbier Lorenz Wonderbread. <laughs> I'm gonna look I'm like dead, so I'm not even that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead, so don't expect me in that. But uh yeah. Um yeah, that's the upcoming Forgotten Genres production. Mm. It'll be great. Yeah. I think I think we could get an oscar at that point yeah well, i mean i'm saying we but you're dead yeah I'm so dead. it'll be it'll be in memory yeah. in memory yeah, i'll yeah. hold the oscar up i'll say this is for what's was his name again i forget what's his he name died. Yes. he died this in is for this is for ham did i ever tell you about the time when uh i won like employee of the month at one of the jobs that i was working at and uh and then the girl said hams with an m <laughs> 
I was like, oh, that's great. And the meeting in front of everyone. Wow. Uh, where we had like three different sites, like four different uh, meetings with groups of people there. And uh, they mispronounced my name with an M because, yeah. you know, people call ham. It's a thing. There's plenty of people call ham. This is for Hank. Hank Clam. Barb is something. Yeah. Barbarina. Tried, I tried. Uh, so that was good. Yeah. No one noticed too, which was even sadder. No one even realized that my name was mispronounced. Just like, oh, wait, hold on. Did anyone just, all right, not me? Cool. Okay. That's all right. Someone, yeah. someone mispronounced my name at my high school graduation, gave like full on Hispanic flair. So that yeah. was, yeah. So no one who showed up to graduation for me even fucking like caught it at first. It was like, <laughs> oh, is that him? I guess. Hey, he's walking up there now. It must be him. Thanks. Yeah. Fucking asshole Great. teacher, science teacher, probably pedophile. Why would you work at <laughs> school? Pedophile. So these yeah. Oscars were shit, huh? Yeah. What's the, um, all right. I got to look at this list because I have, I have not taken, I'm just going off of whatever you're saying. Let me see. Here. Okay. Let's take a look. That's where you're supposed to carry it, not have like seven seconds. You got us. <laughs> I had to close like 10 tabs <laughs> to get to the winner. You got uh, Sarah Pauly, one best adapted screenplay for women talking. Um, yeah, did, you a had movie. a good tweet, which was like, I go to the movies to get away from this. Yes. It's very uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, we have best supporting actress, Jamie Lee Curtis. Has she been winning for, for that uh, category? Any other ah, ceremony? Question. Uh, uh, let's go to her. <laughs> okay. She. Uh... That one seems like the least deserving. Like the the key Hoi Kwan one, people feel good about because that dude as a child is part of like cinema history because of all his '80s films appearances. That she was. Uh, she was nominated for the BAFTA, and uh, that's it. Who won the Academy BAFTA? Of uh hold on i closed all that shit uh God. well we've we we can see here that black panther wakanda forever is an academy award-winning film did you see this yeah costumes that's costumes. that's one that i was because i thought elvis might get at least that um but no elvis should have gotten editing costume design best actor and probably I may uh no nah, maybe not sound but it, it would be up there top gun maverick winning sound that's fine um yeah animated feature uh guillermo del toro's pinocchio i agree with that that's like the one new gear every every six films he directs i'll like one and that's the one hairstyling and makeup it. i i think you i think you'd be surprised jamie lee way. uh carrie condon one for the Banshees of Inisherin, in the Buffalo. Oh, that's right. I mean, I think this just really goes to show that they want to be in touch and they're getting in touch with the wrong people. And this spells the beginning of a brand new cycle that's going to become so hateable, the soy cycle. There, <laughs> You're going to see many more of these types of films get nominated, treated as serious movies, and win. And these people are going to get tons and tons of money. And then have nothing to say or nothing to do like Mr. Fucking Damien Chazelle, who got his Oscar way too early. Mm -hmm. And now. Well, this is, I mean, that's a weird comparison to make. 
is Damon Chazelle to any of these people because he's talented. Look, I hated Babylon. He's talented. Maybe yeah. he's not anymore. We'll see. But I think he's he was at least trying, even if he was a dork, even if he's a nerd and he doesn't know uh, and it sucked, I'll take that over over this. Uh, I'm glad uh I'm I'm glad that RRR won an Oscar. That's I was literally cool. just gonna say the one thing I feel good about on this list is Natu Natu winning original sound for uh song, excuse this me, for RRR. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. I watched okay. RRR twice. Oh wow. Yeah. Fuck. I like That's those four hour movies, especially if they're on streaming. I'll just play them. Is it four hours? I thought it was three hours. It's about yeah, yeah it's three about hours. three hours. But you know that and Zack Snyder's Justice League—they're all the same. Yeah. This I was, was about like to say, this yeah, it's the Indian Justice League. It kind of is. So I I liked RRR. Um, you know, I'm not like Chris Gore from Film Threat, where he's like, I've just saw RRR for the fourth time in the theater this week. Oh, like he literally saw it in theaters like five times. He's like, Yeah, I'm watching RRR again this weekend at home. RRR. Ah, just go, 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 fucking Indian person. <laughs> get it out of your system. Yeah, we understand. Yeah. Oh, I also painted a dot on my forehead when I was watching <laughs> RRR for the first time. It's like, okay, hey, you, Chris. Hold on. That reminds me. <laughs> did you see that they announced um, um, Michelle Yeoh as the first Asian identifying actress to win? Now, they said, and I got a correction on my tweet here. Because I said, I'll be the first Asian identifying man to win an Oscar. Uh, they said, well, there was a woman in the 1930s who was nominated and she hid her Asianness because, you know, the racism, but she didn't win. Oh. So it was pointless to say that. She was only nominated. Wait, so are we saying that the racism in 2023 is the same as 1930? Is that what you just said? <laughs> I guess that's what they're getting at. Like people are still hiding their ethnicity because they oh, don't yeah. want to be discriminated. You know, that's the thing that happens is you tell someone you're not white and then they hold it against you and your career can't excel because of that. That definitely happens. Well, you know what they said? If Daniel Kwan didn't have Daniel Schneider Dan next Schneider, to him directing. Dan Schneider and, then... and Dan Kwan. <laughs> That's the, the movie. Jeff Daniels and one. Dan Schneider. <laughs> well, no, the guy's name is Daniel Schneid. Shiner. Shiner? I don't know. Shiner. Yeah. The guy that you've been posting that looks like that Soy looks. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for him, the movie would have never won, right? That's that's what I'm led to believe because racism. I was genuinely shocked. I was more shocked than when Brendan Fraser won that Dan Kwan was like, and I'd like to thank my son at home right now and my wife. I was like, I really thought they were a gay couple. I thought they were like sucking each other's dicks in the editing room between splicing the scenes up. And they were like a, just a interracial gay couple. And that's why they were the Daniels, you know? And uh, oh, no, right. I guess not. Unless she's like a beard, you know, which is possible because, you know, Minorities don't take to the gay as well as white people do. Yeah, that's true. That is, oh. yeah. Oh, wow. I can see why you would think that, though. Um, there's a couple of photographs. Is, is, is this the type of photographs we're going to do if we ever win in a war? Uh, okay, or this anything? is actually just... just the Oscars of 2024 for Mass State Lottery. That's me. That's you in the red. Um <laughs> I guess the old one is Jerry. 
yeah. Uh, Daniel Shiner, that could be Tim Stabers, you know? Yeah, when he, he kind of looks like him, but that's just racism because everyone from from that from Scandinavia kind of looks the same. Yeah, he's like the bad Tim Stabers. He's Tim Stabers if he cut dairy and meat out of his diet. <laughs> yeah, if if Tim Stabers stopped having a, a raw diet and instead oh, switched yeah. to ve veganism. A raw soy yeah. diet. Yeah, just Russell <laughs> just a block of soy <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> no, no spices, no anything, nothing for flavor. Just a a block of raw soy. <laughs> oh man! Uh. Well. Good for them. I'm sure they have a big, illustrious career ahead of them. These Daniels, these young up and comers who are only a few years older than me and from Boston and probably the same <sighs> age as you. Yeah, probably. No, the younger, 35. Yeah. Wonderful. So. Good job, fellas. Good. Boston represent. Boston Batman. Boston Daniels. Yeah. Uh, very good. So I wonder if I wonder if they're going to reconsider releasing Batgirl now since Brendan Fraser is an Academy Award winner. Mm. I mm. have you heard? Oh, actually, who cares? I don't. I was I was going to ask you something superhero related, and I was like, oh, right. I actually don't don't actually give a shit. What were you going to uh, ask? Uh, because the what's his name Bob Iger took over the whole thing again, right? And wasn't it a mess when he was? in charge and mm -hmm. well bob Iger took over disney so he so yeah i don't know that's not part of disney that's all marvel uh bob yeah. Iger was the guy and he fucked it up and then handed it to like bob chipman bob chapman no bob chipman is movie bob <laughs> oh <laughs> they should give it to bob chipman that would be a very yeah. interesting turn i'd love to see it would look the same it would just yeah. be like more muscular women you know yeah. Iron Fat. Man would would have like uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna be that vulgar. Um, uh oh, uh oh, oh no! Lights You're out, like... fellas. Maybe that's a cue. Both my lights just... are dead here. Fat Batman. Fat, this is him. Fat Batman. Brendan. Fra yeah. I mean, the fact that they put Brendan Fraser in that Firefly outfit and expected us to believe a jetpack could sustain his weight. That that's reason enough to cancel the movie. Yeah also everything else but but yeah yes um, everything everywhere else seven is that the movie that has won the most what movie has won the most i, I don't think so i bet you it's gone with the wind or something like that there I, I believe what was nominated the most was maybe lord of the rings return of the king that's the last one right i think that yeah. had 10 nominations but as far as what's won the most i mean seven has to be up there i don't know if it's the the leader though I'd be kind of depressed if it was. What is it? You see, the leader Titanic? is uh, well. Peter Jackson has won eleven times, but what's the movie? Uh, the eleven movie wins. Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Titanic had eleven wins. Yeah, fourteen nominations. Won eleven. That must have well, been one boring ass. Boring. <laughs> uh, ben Hur has eleven too. Ooh, okay. Uh, West Side Story has ten. The English Patient has nine. That's uh, from the nineties. From ninety six, yeah. Oh, Listen. Last Emperor has nine. 
The Last Emperor has nine. Yeah. Nine wins, nine nominations. Wow. Then you have Gigi from 58, who had nine wins too. Never heard of it. So Slum every, Dog, everything. Slumdog Millionaire's on this list. That's got eight wins from 10 nominations. Amadeus has eight wins too. Well, that was the, that's a, like one deserving that deserves his. I mean, look, Titanic was a big monumental movie in 97 or 96, whenever it won. Uh, but it's not. I guess you can still revisit Titanic. I won't take a jab at Titanic. But aside from that, does anyone check? I mean, all right, fine. Ben Hur. Ben Hur is a classic. West Side Story is a classic. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. Yeah. Right I just like. Are Holidays. you watching? I watched. Are you ben watching Ben Hur? I did. I watched it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Well. Fuck myself. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that good. Hey, it was overhyped, okay. in my opinion. It's. So. I think it's more of a. It's like the spectacle of like they got away or they were able to pull this off. And when was it? Sixty something. It might have been like fifty nine or sixty. The one her, sequence that 59. everybody thinks about from that movie is the chariot sequence, and it's impressive. But there's nothing else really there. I mean, I think people just really like Charlton Heston during that time. Right. Barrel, Chester, Charlton Henson. Uh, Gandhi has eight wins. Amazing. Cabaret has eight wins. My that Fair Lady has eight wins. Yeah. Uh, from Here to Eternity, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Shakespeare in Love has seven? What the fuck? That was Weinstein. That was Harv. Uh, okay. Dances that with was... Wolves, seven wins. Absolute master strategist of Hollywood. The only thing he couldn't plan for is a phone call to the police. He's burnt, he's burnt balls. His burnt balls. for that. and Eating themselves. I think he's going to get out. I think he's going to get out in the next year and a half and people are going to get upset. You think? Yeah, I do. Because I of health? He, no. Because they're just like Bill Cosby got out because they took conveniences. This case that he got convicted of, you don't get hit with 25 years for that. Uh, so they just rushed. They no, okay. they hit him with the max to set an example to quell the public uh, hatred for him. And I think they're going to overturn it in the next two years. I bet you. Well, he's seventy, and he's looking. He yeah, he ain't going to spend the rest of his life in prison. I don't think that's going to happen. If Cosby looking... could get out, you're telling me Harvey's not going to get out. What they got him on too, I think, was just like. It was literally like, you suck my dick, I'll give you the role. It wasn't like a forced rape. I'm pretty sure those got all thrown out. Well, he couldn't, right, with his shriveled up. Oh, yeah, he would just be on top of you trying, and it wouldn't even <laughs> yeah. pass his fucking stomach flab, I bet you. He should he should be cast to play the penguin in that new series. Oh, he's got a... oh my God, he's got the same skin texture and everything. Yeah. Yikes. Big yikes, says the Chapo Trap House... Everything, everywhere, all at once, fans say. Mm, that's Penguin. Yeah. Damn. What? What would? It, how much money would it take for you to suck the grease off his nose? Not that much. <laughs> you'd, be <laughs> you'd be surprised. I thought you were going somewhere different with this. When you said nose, I was like, oh, uh, I don't know, a couple thousand. Uh, six bucks. <laughs> Have a, a meal. You know, a, a happy meal. Dunkin' Donuts order. <laughs> a, a bottle of Listerine so I can wash my mouth and 
And the thanks. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I all right. We've done 90 minutes now. I think that's a full episode of movies. I don't know if this is really an Oscar special, but uh, it's something. It's something. Oh, can I mention something before we to uh, uh, lengthen it a little bit for something that sure. I know for a fact you're not going to check out, which is the Last of Us TV show. Uh, yeah. It sucks. It's bad. Uh, it's boring. <laughs> I, I've I've been seeing a lot of praise for it on, and I, I don't. I feel like uh, my own personal misery, I guess, has made me not enjoy many things that I've watched recently. And I don't want people to think that I'm just being a contrarian for just to be a contrarian. But it it has a lot of the the same issues that shows like The Walking Dead have where the vision is not clear as to what they're trying to do. Uh, so the walking dead the first couple of seasons are all right they're they're pretty good and then it just loses itself because of its own success so it just tried to do too many things by by doing 20 plus episode seasons and then you end up with like eight episodes of filler right here you have nine episodes where you would think would keep the story focused and condensed and then you have like four or five filler episodes with characters that don't really do anything for the story or don't like you meet a character at the beginning of the episode and by the end of the episode, they either die or they become uh, irrelevant. And you're just like, okay, so there's 20 hours of gameplay for the story in the game. And you have what about 12, 13 hours for those four. Uh, I believe the first episode is like an hour and a half or an hour 15. And then the rest of the episodes are 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Uh, and instead of condensing those 20 hours into that time, you have like four episodes where are just filler. And then you have very inconsistent characters that at one point really care. And they're very, you know, uh, very animated and very they have a lot of convictions and then for no reason in the next episodes you're kind of mopey and, and and sad and you're trying to figure out if it's that time has jumped that much even though they look the same or is this just something written by someone that doesn't really know where they want to go with it um but yeah i i we finished it because we were watching and, and we got to episode eight and I was like, let's just fucking finish this thing to see how they end it. And then the ending of everything that was supposed to build was kind of like, oh, well, now Joel is a superhero that's going to murder 20 people to save her. And and then he does. And then the show ends and, and it's kind of like. I, I I I did it to myself, you know. It's one of those things where it's like I knew after episode four or five, let's say episode six that probably I should just stop watching this because I'm not enjoying any part of it. Uh, and then so I made what, it to the what, end. He I was becomes like, he becomes basically like the governor on Walking Dead. Well, well, at first he's kind of so he's supposed so, no, to be no, a no, badass, not, not the governor, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character. Yeah, the Negan character. Uh, Whoa, I thought you were saying something. Kind of. Uh, so the Joel character in the game is a little bit more assertive. He lost his daughter uh, in the whole Holocaust. mess. The, oh. Yeah, and uh, and and he. So he's a little more rough around the ages. He's more. He has more of a like a stronger personality. Here, 
he's kind of soft and quiet and kind of, you know, I, uh, I'm a problem, but I'm not going to show that I'm an actual problem because uh, only when it merits it, you know, he's like a peaceful man or whatever. And then in the last episode where they get to where they're supposed to be getting, where, you know, the goal was to deliver this girl to this group of rebels. And then the rebels are like, yeah, no, but we're, we don't actually want to keep her alive. We want to get this toxin that grows on her brain because that's how we're going to save everyone. So, you know what? It, we're going to kill her so we can save everyone. And he's like, no, you're not. No, not going to not going to do that. And then he goes crazy and kills like 20 people with one rifle uh, in a hospital. And then he takes her away and it's just very unearned. And it's just very, all right. So you have a flip switch where you become Terminator when you decide to become Terminator. And and now the story is just, you know, we got to the hospital and no, uh, there's a switch there. And these people were not who we thought they were. And the end... <laughs> that's a great recap that's a great yeah you know, i do feel like i watch the show now and i'm equally disappointed by what happened yeah i can't wait for uh well they're not going to kill anyone important right that's not what happens they, in the games well there's no yeah the on, on the second game uh the main character of joel gets killed by a, a transsexual character um is who, that what happens yeah uh so there was a huge controversy thing when the second game came out because I think the story leaked that that was what was going to happen, and so everyone freaked out because a lot of people loved their first game. Yeah, and then the second game, he just gets caught, and then this this transsexual character who's massive, like very big, very muscular, just kills him, and then you have to play as that character. So everyone's like, "Hold on a second. So I spent twenty hours with this guy and like caring for this character, right? Who because you play as him." And then on the second one, it's just like, yeah, well, fuck this guy. Now we're the transsexual. So, it was uh, so I don't know. It was like Metal Gear Solid 2, but Raiden was not transsexual. He was just a very yeah. feminine man. No, this is just a very muscular woman. Uh, I thought I didn't even think that was real, to be honest with you. I thought it was, what is the name of the, the girl on the series right now? And who's in the first Ellie. Game? Ellie. I thought yeah. someone had made like a like a like a redesign of Ellie that was like a joke meme, and that's what was being passed around. I didn't realize that character was like yeah. legit trans and yeah. killed Joel. Yeah, and then you have to play as them. Uh, so uh. I I don't know what they're going to do with it. I can't imagine they would do something like that, especially because you know what they're gonna do they're gonna pick up the phone and say, "Oh, Elliot." Elliot Page, hey, we need you for season two. Uh, Pedro's uh, contract is up in six episodes. That's what they're going to do. Can you gain 40 pounds of muscle? Uh, yeah. Because we need you can to have you broad add some sil more silicone muscles <laughs> under your flesh. I know it's a risk. You might oh, right. die of blood poisoning, but uh, we need like about, three more. I forgot about that six pack, right? Very natural six pack. Yeah, she looks uh, like Razor Ruddock. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I was very curious as to how they were going to end it because of that, because I know that it's going to be a point where he's going to meet the second game. And I I doubt that after the the fame that Pedro Pascal and the love that he's gotten on the internet because of this show and on, also Mandalorian, but this show has gotten him a lot of attention and a lot of everything. I don't think they're just going to kill him and, and switch him with, you know, uh, transsexual character uh but it felt just such a whatever show mm -hmm. like very 
it's not exciting. Like whenever something scary is supposed to happen, you see one of the clickers, which is the monsters for a minute or two. There's, there's one episode that has like five exciting minutes at the end where those things come out of the earth and then there's people that died. But most of it is just people walking, hoping to not get caught by other people that are also walking or in the wild. And it's just very underwhelming. And I'm very surprised that other than loving the game uh, that has been getting a lot of very positive feedback. And it's just, it just feels like a, like a safe zombie show from the early 2010s, just like yeah. the walking I mean, that was. Yeah. It always comes back to the last six or seven years of film and television have been designed to make people forget what good movies and good TV is. And there's a lower standard of that now where just because you had like a very mid show in 2020 by comparison to what they offer you now seems more palatable than what, 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 what is offered and what you're actually watching. Um, the only way out of that is to just reject it and keep watching old stuff. Cause yeah. otherwise you, you do start to grow this brain, which is, I think everybody in like the, the anti woke sphere of things is like they're so used to everything being woke that they have to identify themselves as anti-woke and they make their money through the wokeness as opposed to just rejecting the whole landscape and trying to do something different, abiding by different sets of rules from not that long ago. Really, yeah. not that long ago. Um, and it's, it's just, uh, you know, I hate the word. I hate the word gaslight. But it's kind of like that. It's a very manipulative thing. They're trying to convince you it's always been this way. And yet the people who, you know, they'll rebuff like, what, you got a problem with this? It's always like a leftist guy or girl or something. It's like, oh, and you frequently see it with like, you know, oh, men are not as masculine now. Like a lot of guys are insecure with their masculinity. And they're going to people who they probably shouldn't be going to for tips and lessons about how to be more of a man which is yeah. it's a very sad, pathetic state of things. But then you'll have like these leftist guys on the other side of that who are like, no, nah, this has just always been a thing. This has always been a crisis. And it's like, no, people look physically fucking different than yeah. they did. Like I can ride the train right now. And the average like 25-year-old, 22-year-old guy I will see is far different than the kind of 25-year-old I would see 10 years ago in terms of just how they sound, they sound more feminine. And it's like, you would assume in 2012, that was a gay guy. And now yeah. it's not, guess what? It's not a gay guy. He's sitting with his girlfriend on the left here. <laughs> People have changed. People are changing. And it's not like a conscious change or choice either. I think it's all the food, all the dieting, something bad, the something bad. Culture, yeah. I think yeah. the culture uh, just kind of reinforces it. That's all. I think, I think it's the food. And I think the culture reinforces that change because it, it enables childish behaviors. Yeah. Anyway, that's the last of us season one. Look forward to trans transparent season seven, <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor, trans that girl. Yeah. You know, uh, that, that's how you would get me watching it. Actually just get old fucking 90 year old Jeffrey Tambor. Hell yeah. Damn. They put him out. Up. They put him out to pasture a long time ago. He never came back. Was it that bad? What did he, what was the worst of it? I, I know we've joked so many times about his hotel encounters where he traps them with his talons, right? But he's not, like his thing was pretty softball compared to some of these guys. Yeah. Well, he's, he's doing cartoons now. So that's, 
Oh, wait, no, not now. They put them on Disney Channel. They put them on Nickelodeon. Never mind. That's from 2017. So, yeah, he's. I think he's, like you said, out to pasture. (laughs) He's Army Hammer. I mean, Army Hammer's not even in the Cayman Islands anymore. He's been living with Robert Downey Jr. That's not that bad. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. There's someone, I guess, that could help you revive their career. He's just going to be the next Superman. Army Ham- Wasn't he He's Batman. rumored? Batman. Right. He, dressed, he, was, he, he was fitted and everything. He was ready to go for the George Miller Justice League mortal. That could have been real interesting. Could have been good. He's kind of like, it would have been uh, Ben Affleck-esque, I think. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did, don't you have a documentary about that one, too, on the channel? No, I don't. I, I, I'm one? not that. I do have materials that somebody sent me. But I think there was like, I didn't do that one because they were going to do like a full documentary film on it. Someone on Kickstarter or, or Indiegogo said, hey, we're we're putting our resources together, doing a $30,000 budget movie on Justice League Mortal. And then it never came out. Like so many of those projects never come out. It's just a big cash grab. People don't know what they're doing. So I never did it. And I'm out of that. Although someone just hit me up on Instagram yesterday and they were like, hey, are you going to do it? Again, are you going to do a new It documentary? I was like, why? Is there something coming out? Here's what they wrote. 36 followers. Their account is a African-American baby. Hmm. Seems like a nice person, I guess. I I don't know. The account's private. It's probably a child. Uh, Hi, Lorez. I've seen your videos on deconstructing Carrie Fukunaga's It. In part five of the series, you talk about Andy Muschietti's adaptation mentioning another script that was unrelated, a script that stuffed the book and the 1990 miniseries all in one. It would be awesome if you could make a video about that script. Um, And unfortunately for this kid who's just discovering these videos now, um, no. Sorry, I'm not doing it. I don't want to. I don't want to pick up another it script. I I have it. I have it. I was thinking about doing it for a while. It's just not. I I have too much to do. I don't want to talk about other people's stuff outside of this show, really. And in yeah. this show, I don't have to write anything. I don't have to like edit anything. So it's it's and I don't think the taste is there for in the it documentary like it was in 2017 when you went, um, 17 years right, 27 years. Uh, with yeah, twenty-seven years without any sort of it, anything in a visual medium, people were very intrigued to see what that would look like. Yeah. And now we know what that looks like. They did it. They did the whole book updated. They're going to do a Welcome to Dairy show, but I don't think anyone's really excited about that. They couldn't even get Bill Skarsgård back. So I I don't know what um what that crowd would be into, but uh, it, that's not for me to do right now. Yeah. Um, you should do it. No. We need to know how to do I don't even like it that much. Uh, who's in Welcome to De- Oh, no, Welcome to Get Dairy cast member has been announced. Oh, okay. No, they haven't started shooting it yet. I think they're still casting at the moment. The big HBO show that I am interested in is called The Sympathizer, and that's with Robert Downey Jr. and Park Chan Wook directing. So that'll be, that'll be good. Welcome to Dairy. I'm agnostic about. We'll see. I think it really just depends. It depends on how they choose to handle it. If it's not part of the 2017 It series, I think that's better, especially if you're not going to have Bill Skarsgård. I think you should yeah. just 
put it right in the 1950s. Do it the real way. That's my yeah. thinking. Anyway, now we're almost at two hours. So, you know what? We did a two-hour show last week. I feel like we had a week in between where we didn't release a program, so this is uh, warranted, I guess. And if it's actually, you know what? We might have been on Zoom for like 20 minutes or something, so it might actually only be a 90-minute show. Sorry if I'm talking out my ass. We didn't cut anything here. Uh, audience, listeners, H-word name on Twitter. Subscribe at patreon.com slash lowres. Join the $5 tier to get episodes early, to get the video episodes, to get everything in the highest quality possible as often as possible. Okay. That has been movies for this week. Thank you for listening.